Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's time to play! Full-time fantasy. Full-time fantasy. All right, it's Dr. Roto. Get out the insurance cards. Get out the copay. The office is open, my friends. Adam Ronis, how are you doing today? Doing pretty well. The heat has subsided. It's a really nice day. And I'll uh, be going to a Mets game tonight. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Uh, it's not good seeing the Mets. But uh, I do get to see uh, two pitchers that I have in fantasy. Noah Syndergaard and Nelson Lamette. So I'm hoping for a very low-scoring game because I have them on the same team in the GST League where I'm trying to hold on to first place. Did you see the Mets are open to trading Edwin Diaz? Yeah, I don't buy it. I mean, you don't go out in the offseason and make that deal. And then trade just away. to move him again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's like to me. If you do that, you tr- you have no idea what you're doing. You're well, no that that is the Mets. Uh, they don't know what they're doing. And of course, uh, tweeted out last night. Robinson Cano decides to show up when the season's over. And then someone had the nerve to tell me, "You really? The season's over?" I'm like, guy, the Mets at, before the win last night were nine games under 500. Look how many teams they're in front of them because he's like they're five out in the wild card. I'm like, all right, look at all the teams in front of them. They were nine games under 500, and they're already talking about trading people. Like, come on, man. This is where fans get crazy and fanatical, where they have to root for your team. You got to be realistic here, okay? This team's not going to the playoffs. It's been a disastrous season, and Robinson Cano wakes up. Of course, last night when I have Chris Paddock in two leagues, including Tout Wars, and now he decides to hit three home runs. Get the hell out of here, Robinson Cano. Yeah, he's been... You know, I didn't want the Mets getting him in that deal, but the, the Mariners are smart. They're like, you want, you want Edwin Diaz, you better take Robinson Cano because we don't want this sucker anymore. I mean, does he have another year left in him, you think? I don't think so. I mean, he'll be mediocre, but not a fantasy contributor. You know, he, especially now, again, we don't know how the ball is going to change next year, but he doesn't have elite power. Uh, he's not even really hitting for a great average right now. I know some of the underlying stats are not bad, but no, nah, there's nothing much there for fantasy. Do you think they change the balls again and make it less uh, juicy? They could, yeah. Uh, I think it's certainly possible. And unfortunately, we're probably not going to know that till a month, two months into next year. Why change it this year just to change it next year? It seems if you're going to do it, just do it. Well, because I think there's been a lot of talk about it and a lot of reaction, and we've seen some of the swings people have made and the ball going over the fence so that's why yeah but then it becomes reactionary so next year it could be a complete you know the, the fewest home runs ever i don't think it'll be that bad it'll, it, if they do change it it just might go down slightly i mean again a big part of it too is everyone's throwing hard now you know every guy you're bringing in is throwing 95 96 97 so when batters get used to seeing that they're going to time it well Right. I think batters would have more problems, bat, you know, like Greg Maddox, you know, throwing 91, all, you know, hitting corners than a dude throwing 98 down the middle. Well, look at Jason Vargas again yesterday. He allowed one hit over six innings, struck out eight. You know, he did have some command issues, but, you know, he, they're not used to seeing that. Now you go tonight and face a guy like Syndergaard who's going to throw 99, and I'm sure he'll get hit more than Vargas did last night. 
look, you can't stop Jason Vargas Ronas. He is the glue to this team. You know that. Exactly. Yeah. He's fighting reporters and you know, <laughs> all, all sorts of things. All right. Speaking of reports, is it just me? Or is there a report like every third day about Dion Kane and how good he's going to be this year? And are you buying any of this? Um, not for fantasy. I mean, he's barely been drafted in leagues that I've seen. I mean, there's just so many mouths to feed there. You know, you got T.Y. Hilton. You, they brought in Funches. You got Paris Campbell, who they drafted. You got Eric Ebron. You got Doyle, Naheem Hines. There's just too many weapons. So, I mean, I think he's a guy that, I, I, in our 20-round draft, I don't think he's going to be drafted. I think he's a guy just to kind of monitor throughout training camp, see how he performs. I know there was some buzz about him last year. Uh, he's just someone to keep an eye on right now. I don't think you're drafting him in a 20-round draft. I mean, his ADP Would you right take now in our 20? Con- Would you take him in 20? Uh, maybe. I mean, his ADP in our contest right now is 239. And I guess it's it's honestly probably because of these reports. Because uh, of the last 10 drafts, he's been selected in five of them. And he's been selected in the last two. Hmm. Well, the more reports you see, the more all of a sudden, you, you, you know, you watch. This guy gets a few more reports. Maybe he plays well in a game or two. All of a sudden, he's around 18 pick. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, again, someone to think about late, but I'm not like going, oh, yeah, I got to get this guy now. Because realistically, what's the target share going to be for him in this offense? No, it's true. I get very duped sometimes during exhibition season. I do. We all do. Season. We all do, man. We all do. There was a guy named Brian Manning. He played for the Miami Dolphins. He was the, the, uh, out of control in preseason. I mean, m- more catches than I'd ever seen. Guy didn't even get one catch in the NFL. I'm like, how is that possible? So, I mean, I really start, stop paying attention to the box scores. I, I pay a little attention week two, a smattering in week three, and then I don't pay attention. Yeah, again, you, you, there might be a few guys that catch your eye. And, you know, last year, again, Philip Lindsay would have been a guy. Now, again, I heard a lot of buzz about him towards the end of camp. But no one was drafting him. Uh, I don't even remember. Like, do you remember him going in your leagues? Like I told you, I really no. in, in our maybe in our, one league, one league that I yeah. remember in Vegas. One, yeah, in Vegas. I, I I'm not lying, Doc. With my last pick, I was sitting there. Remember, our draft flew by, and I was debating between Lindsey Callaway, Beasley, a bunch of guys. I ultimately went Antonio Callaway because you know, in my mind, I'm like, well, you know, I've heard, the, I've read these reports about Lindsey, but what is he really going to do? Royce Freeman's there. Freeman was going in the third round. So there are times you can get tidbits. Maybe you watch someone in camp and be like, you know what? That guy looks pretty sharp. I know he's fifth on the depth chart right now, but let me keep an eye on him. Let me put him in the back of my mind. So, yeah, you can gain things. But with Kane, I just look at this offense and I go, where's his role without an injury? I was so shocked. I remember we were watching the games together. And I'm saying, and I had Freeman on a couple of teams. I'm like, who is this Lindsey guy? And I watch college football. I do. I'm a guy who watches college football. And that was a name that just was not, you know, that, that very well known to me. And then you're like, oh, yeah, I heard about this guy. There were a couple of reports in camp. Look, I, I always think that I'm up on the news. I had no clue about this guy. It took very me two weeks did. to figure it out. Yeah, again, and it's not like I had him on my radar. I just remember hearing the name, and there were a lot of positive things. And I thought about it, but I'm like, nah, Freeman's there. What is he going to do? And then, of course, week one happens, and boom. And it happens every year. There's going to be someone that we're not talking about here in the preseason that all of a sudden in week one looks good and emerges. And, you know, if you did spend the money on Lindsay, and I'm sure people were like, wow, really? Four, five, six hundred dollars on Lindsay? It worked out. Well, I would say that Deion Kane has a slight pathway, slight, especially because Funches is on a one-year deal. If Funches is on a three-year deal, I think they have no pathway, but he has a slight one if Funches stinks.
Okay. But, yeah, I mean, it's possible. Yeah, it's possible. All right, we'll break down more stuff, including Julio Jones, when we return right after this. Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to MadeSailors.com. That's MadeSailors.com. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-961-3631 Message and data rates may apply Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone And that can make it harder to get into shape so I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she like the difference too. Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. All right, we are back. We are full-time fantasy. And check us out at fulltimefantasy.com. And we're just ramping it up. Rankings are being done. Draft reviews. I love the draft reviews. I think those are very underrated. Yeah, I think it's uh, you know good to hear us talk about it, good to read about it as we kind of go through each team and the roster construction, things we like, things we didn't like. And, you know, you could agree, disagree with it, but I think it's good to get the insight uh, from people who do a lot of these drafts and have success. 
So if you go to fulltimefantasy.com to the promo code ROTO, that's R-O-T-O-5-0, or RONIS, R-O-N-I-S-5-0, we'll get you 50% off your first two months. And you know, you check out our, our articles, our podcasts, our rankings, our videos, everything, all the, all the information that you could possibly want to help you win your fantasy football league. All right, Adam, report today is that uh, Julio Jones about two solid weeks away from practicing. Do you, and, and this is not just about Julio, this is about, you know, most people. And just let's talk about s- stars. Do you need to see stars on the field before you'll draft them? No. Uh, yeah, there's no reason to push these guys. Like, you know, we talked about Julian Edelman yesterday. It's the best thing to happen. I mean, that guy, you do worry about, you know, his body. He's a little brittle. He's been getting hurt. And it was just two years ago. He tore an ACL in training camp. I don't need to see him out there. He's got, like, the greatest rapport with Tom Brady in the world. Same thing with Julio Jones and Matt Ryan. They've been working together for years. There is no need to push it. You know, he's had some foot issues. It really hasn't caused him to miss any time. He's been able to play through them. So if there's any hint of anything, I don't want to see him out there. Just make sure he's ready week one. Do you need to see them play in any preseason game? Do you need one series in week three to make you feel warm and fuzzy at night? No. Well, most guys, no. Especially Julio Jones, Edelman, those guys, no. I just want them ready for week one. And, yeah, maybe it's a little slow in week one, but they're veterans. They understand. They've been through this. They know how to take care of their bodies. They know how to be prepared for the season. If I see Saquon Barkley or Christian McCaffrey or Zeke Elliott play more than one series in four weeks, I will go ape blank. I don't want to see him out there. I don't want to see him. You just don't want to see them risk injury you know right. look in- injuries can happen it could happen in week one you live with it you know it's part of the game but in a meaningless preseason game you just don't want to see it happen who was the new york giant running back i can't remember the guy anymore Ronald. i'm getting old who they played in the fourth quarter of a preseason game and he did himself and he was done for the for weeks not not david wilson right was it no yeah, was it david wilson we had the neck injury yeah in the fourth he was in the fourth quarter of a game of a preseason game like, what are you doing? Why is that guy even out there? Yeah, I mean, a lot Fire of times. Fire the coaching staff. A lot of times you're like, what is going on, man? You know, don't, no need for this. I think it was David Wilson. I mean, we never, who knows what David Wilson would have been. And I'm not saying he would have been good, mind you. I'm just saying we have no idea because the guy got injured. I feel that way about a lot of guys. Remember Key John Carter? Yes. Guy's pretty good in college. We'll never know how good he is. But uh, I, I, I'm with you. I want to see a guy... Give me one series, let him run out there just a little bit. Anything more than that, I'm almost nervous. I, I want my guys not to play because I don't want them getting hurt week one. Yeah, and I think most people feel that way too, especially with the veterans. Obviously, it's different when guys are battling for spots on the roster. You want to see the rookies get a little bit of a run with the quarterback, and we don't even see the starting quarterbacks that long either. But, you know, some of the rookies you want to see out there. All right, there's a report, Cam Newton. Um, it's going to be on a pitch count this summer. Are we worried that as the season progresses that Cam can't throw the deep ball? Is that a fear? Uh, it doesn't sound like that. I think the offense is not tailored to that much anymore anyway. I think we saw it last year a little bit too. You know, he dumped off McCaffrey a lot. You got DJ Moore who's great after the catch. Curtis Samuel's great after the catch. Olsen, who obviously is not going to go deep down the field, but he said he's 100%, and there's been no issues. So 
Uh, no, I'm not really worried about that with Cam at this point. I mean, he's not someone I'm targeting. He's not someone I'm avoiding. You know, I do see in a lot of drafts, he is a pretty good value. I don't think I've taken him in any draft yet, but I am willing to. Uh, it's just that I usually wind up getting quarterbacks just below him. So, But he look, if he's healthy, man, he, he always performs. He's still going to run. Uh, so I see, wow, in the last draft, he went 98. Wow. I mean, his ADP is 133. So, you know, in that range, um, he's fine for me if he falls to me. Do you think he's a 4,500-yard passer? I mean, what's his number? No, uh, but I do think, you know, the run. He's going to run the ball a ton. Uh, he still will. Every year we say, yeah, okay, he's going to slow down and not run. Even That shoulder injury, now I didn't see it, the All or Nothing uh, series, which I believe is on... What is it? Prime? Oh, yeah, it's on Prime. Yeah. I haven't what, seen it. I heard it's really good, but they said that uh, it, Newton was dealing with that shoulder injury a lot longer than anyone thought. And I think it was pretty clear, especially towards the end. So, no, he's never been a 4,000 yard guy since his rookie year, but what he does on the ground uh, really helps him. So, you know, he'll, he'll continue to run the football and he could throw, he could throw 25, 26 touchdowns and uh, he'll run the ball as well. Does he run for 700 yards again? If he's, healthy, if he's healthy, he could. My guess is no. I mean, last year in 14 games, he had 488 with four rushing touchdowns, and that was with a bad shoulder. So uh, I'd probably say five to 600, maybe five rushing touchdowns. It just elevates his floor. I'm going to give you his numbers, and these are actually pretty impressive, Ronas. Zero, three, two, 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 three, two, two. Touchdown passes. He's thrown two every week. Yeah, it's Nothing not bad. That. I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. And then you add in the rushing yards. It's just uh, it's a high floor every week, you know. And and I was guilty of this a couple years ago. We're kind of like, oh, look at Cam. He doesn't throw the football well. Look at his mechanics. This is fantasy. Look at his fantasy finishes. He's always there when healthy. He's always in the top five. But I mean, he did throw a stinker. But I think his shoulder was so bad at the end. Of the oh, it was bad, Doc. I, feel, was bad. I don't know. It was bad. The game it was bad. There was a game against, against the Saints. Saints. I was yeah, like, oh, yeah. Oh yeah. my goodness, man, this is brutal. What are they doing? And I think because they were still mathematically alive, and they left him in there. But it was bad, man. I do respect the fact that they drafted Will Greer because I think he is legit, and he's better than Derek Anderson or Taylor Heineke or any of those guys. I think you could go to Greer if you needed to. Yeah, I think so too, and. I again, I'm, I'm gonna. He's ready for camp, so that's a good sign. Obviously, I want them to to be easy with him here in the preseason. You know, make sure you don't put pressure on him. So, you know, it is the second shoulder surgery in three years, so you know, always a concern there. Uh, but again, I, he's not a target for me, but he's not someone I'm avoiding. If he's there in the right spot, and some of the other quarterbacks I like are off the board, I'm willing to take him. I, if I were to guess, my maybe one team for me this year. Would be my guess. I wouldn't feel. I mean, I know he's not bad. I just don't want him. I just that's fine. That's fine. And you know what? You don't have to. Worry. That's the thing with quarterbacks, man. You don't have to worry about it in that range. There's so many other guys that I'm sure no. you like a lot more. That you know, it's not a big deal. No, it's true. It's true. All right. ESPN. Jeremy Fowler says Vance McDonald will have a monster season. I wish for the he would Steelers. shut up. I wish you would shut up. Because, <laughs> you know, because now people see this. Oh, okay, Vance McDonald. Yeah. Yeah, he's I a mean, monster. Yeah. I mean, I liked it. I, I liked McDonald. I mean, it's all about health. And it's just, you know, Antonio Brown and his, what, 168, 170 targets are gone. And uh, McDonald's going to get some of them. We know Roethlisberger likes going to the tight end. We saw what Heath Miller did for years. Uh, so I do think McDonald could have a big year. 
Uh, Give me a number. Eight, 80 receptions? That's 70? high. No way. Not for a four, tight end. Four, four a game. Uh, is that's four a game fair? fair. Yeah, I think so he 16 could get 60 times to 65. four is 64, right? That's, he had that, 50 that's last year, man, and that was kind of So 64 time. would be good. 64 would be good. Yeah. I mean, I think what you're hoping for if is seven to eight touchdowns potentially, which is I think it's possible in this offense with Antonio Brown gone. I mean, Brown S- was double 64 receptions, year. 850 yards, 900 yards. What's the number? Uh, I could see... Uh, I could see, let me see, about 13 yards per catch. I could see about 800. So 64 for 800 and nine touchdowns. It's a pretty good well, year. Nine, nine is high, but, I mean, that's what you're hoping for. I think if you are up Somebody's got to catch him. I mean, look, look, I, I think he can do it. That's not, I don't think you project him for nine, but you're saying that the ceiling could be nine. I do want McDonald. If I miss out on the Howard Ingram... Henry Tier, I want McDonald. If not, I'm waiting a while. I want to talk more about that. I want to talk more about the Steelers' offense. We'll do that when we return right after this. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com slash hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenics samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. A lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. 
when you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible. But since I've experienced it, your commercials aren't strong enough. I am 76 and I've had a belly for way too long. My whole body is shrinking. My energy level has gone up. And the only thing difference is under 400. It's great stuff. I tried other products and nothing happened. Guys, if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. andro400.com. All right, we're back. Adam, I don't know if you've done this. Have you gone to play FFWC recently? Yes, I check every day. I'm always, you should. Always uh, t- tweeting out when we need people. Le- there's an online championship draft. tonight, dude. Online championship tonight, 10 p.m. Johnny Cash is in the league. Did you know that? I don't really? know who that is, but that's his name, Johnny Cash. Ah. Would you want the name? Would you want to be named Johnny Cash or Bruce Springsteen if you could have one of two? Johnny Cash. Yeah, I think I'm with you on that one. All right, so we have we a few spots available for tonight. We also have a starter draft at 9 p.m. We have the online championship at 10 p.m. How do you join? You go to playffwc.com right now, and you get into one of our drafts. And then most likely, we will talk about you tomorrow and let you know how bad your team did. Oh, is that the way to shine? Is that a good promo that way? Or how well we did. Yeah, people you did like a great pra- job, and we'll tell you. Yeah, People like praise, man. They don't want to hear any That's criticism. True. Yeah, nobody wants negativity. That's a very good point. But, I mean, pre- pretty much from this point on, you could be drafting every day. Every day, whether it's a starter, a best ball, draft and go, online championship, check it out. Play FFWC.com. All right, Adam, so let me ask you to a, a question this way. How many touchdowns do you think that Ben Roethlisberger has this year? Uh, 32. Okay, so let's work our way backwards. 32. How many go to Juju? Uh, 10, 11. All right, well, let's say 11. That leaves 21. How many go to the running backs? Uh, four. Minus four is 17. So there's 17 touchdowns there. For James Washington, Vance McDonald, Deontay Johnson, Xavier Grimble, whoever it is, could McDonald get eight of those 17? Or is that too high? He could. I mean, I don't think you would project that if you were doing projections. What would you project? Seven? Seven, yeah. I think seven is fair. So 64 for 807 TDs. I think it's possible. I think it's realistic. All right. So let me get out my trusty calculator because that's what I do. So I'm going to 80 points plus 64 points plus 42 points. Vance McDonald is a 186-point player. That's pretty good. No, it is. At the tight end position for where he's going right now, uh, someone I do like, I have taken in a couple of best ball leagues right now. ADP is 107. Uh, He's going as early as 9-3, as late as 135 in our drafts. And, uh, if I'm waiting on tight end, uh, I'll take him in that range. Uh, and then if I miss on him, then I'm probably going to wait a while. Would you rather have Allen Robinson or Vance McDonald? 
Oh, Robinson. And I think, though, if you look at the ADPs, I mean, Robinson's way, way higher. Right, but I don't know, but uh, agreed. Robinson's ADP is 55. I know, but my argument is, is Robinson going to get 75 catches for 900 yards and maybe eight touchdowns? Is that that much better than Vance McDonald? Well, I think Robinson has a higher ceiling. Like, if everything breaks right, we saw him have a great year with Blake Bortles. And the thing about the Bears, too, is I don't think their defense is going to be as dominant as last year. Remember, they didn't have to throw much because they had the lead. I think it could open up a little bit more this year because I, I just I don't see the defense repeating what they did last year. So no Vic Fangio. Yeah, and I think that could help the offense. So um, that that's what I, how I would look at it. Is Sean... Child's delusional, saying Mitch Trubisky's the third best overall quarterback. Uh, Can you make any case for that? Can you make any case for that? Is it possible? Sure, but it's you. Here's the thing: you don't need to take him as the third quarterback, even if he does really love him. Well, that's probably what his projections are, and I'll ask him about it next time I have him on. I mean, that's probably what his projections come out to be. I'm pretty sure he's not drafting him there. See, that's a case of knowing that that's where ADP comes into play because maybe he. His projections strongly believe that's the case. There's no need to take him there because you know his, where his ADP is. So you would just wait and take him maybe as the 12 quarterback off the board to ensure you get him. Right. So you might have a prediction thinking that this guy's top five, but you know he's going to go number 15 through 18. What, and you're never going to take him around nine when you can get him around 14. Right. And that's where you have to, you know, because that's where you have to, you know, use the. ADP and then determine where to take a guy and you know even if you're that high on him I mean look Trubisky can run a little bit that helps remember also he had the what was it a shoulder injury because he was actually playing at a very high level now there was one game there were six touchdowns so that accounted for a lot of his production but that was yeah, when the guy I, won the million dollars with that five seven bears in that lineup remember that yeah I remember that um but he did rush for 421 yards and three rushing touchdowns so my guess is I still wouldn't put him up there would you take Vance McDonald or Golden Tate? Uh, it really depends on what I have on my roster at that point, um, what round it is. Like if I, I have, I would probably lean towards I, McDonald. I just yeah, think I the drop off. At, yeah, I think the drop off at tight end is, is steep because you know you see where Tate is, and you might go, okay, well if I take McDonald this round, I could come back and get a Anthony Miller, Michael Gallup type, and maybe you don't see a huge difference. Whereas you talk about McDonald, uh, the next tight end is Austin Hooper, and maybe you feel, hey, Hooper is better or close to it. So it really, it, that's how you have to look at it. Is you look at what's left on the board and you go, okay, how do I feel about the drop off from tight end? And this is where tiers come into place. Right. I, well, I always prefer drafting in tiers. I do. You know that because I, I don't know who I'm going to take. You know, if, if you use my rankings, maybe I don't believe in that ranking. You know, if I see uh, Mark Andrews and Delaney Walker and Austin Hooper, every draft I might have a different guy. But if you just looked at my rankings, you'd say, oh, Delaney Walker's better. But I don't know whether I pulled the trigger on him. Right. And that's the thing. You know, we have our rankings and everything, but you never know ultimately. And that's where, that's where I adjust my rankings is I'll be doing drafts. And the situation comes up. I'm on the clock. What do I do? And I go, you know what? Uh, this is what I did. Uh, this is not reflecting my rankings. I got to change it because this is what I'm doing when uh, the pressure's on and I'm on the clock. Right. Well, I, that's, I've been trying to do this on the clock series, you know, where I give you a bunch of players and I go, who would I take at this point? I, I, you know, but the truth is, at that moment when I'm writing the article, this is the guy that I would take. But, you know, four, four weeks from now, it could change. 
Oh, definitely. I mean, this is, you know, throughout the next month, you know, we're going to be moving guys up, moving guys down based on maybe a little news, maybe our thoughts, maybe research and seeing some statistics that stand out. Uh, roles could change. So, yeah, there's definitely it's a long process that changes. And uh, just because you do something here on July 24th, 25th doesn't mean you're going to do it September 3rd. All right, we talked a little about Mike Gaisecki yesterday as an AFC sleeper tight end. Do you think Gerald Everett is a sleeper tight end in the NFC? I'd say no. I mean, and maybe like the Scott Fishbowl, I wanted him, but he went before I could take him. It's just the problem is you're just, I don't see you getting consistency as long as Cooper Cup, Brandon Cooks, Robert Woods are healthy and the running backs there. I just. What if Gurley's not healthy? If Gurley's not healthy, does that help Everett a little bit? Maybe slightly, maybe a little bit in the red zone, but I don't see taking him in our, uh, like his ADP is 279 in ours. Ooh. So he's not even being draft Like, so last 10 drafts, he's only been selected in four. Well, I, I know, like the talent. I just don't. It's yeah. again. It's not always talent. It's where's in fantasy. It's opportunity. We can sit here and say this guy's talent. This guy's talent. Okay. But if you draft you, Vance McDonald at eight, do you need a good second tight end in round fourteen, or should you? My point is, should you just wait till like round eighteen and snatch somebody there? Uh yeah, I feel pretty good again about McDonald. Uh, it's, it's all about health with him, but I think he's got a good place in this offense. So for me, yeah, I would probably wait towards the end i mean definitely when you're drafting kelsey kittle Ertz, no need to take one early maybe if you're the Ertz owner maybe you want to take dallas goddard and we know he goes a little bit earlier i seen some people really reach on him and i'm like okay are you okay doing that would you take if you took Ertz in round three would you consider goddard in round 10 10 no no way too soon I think you're wasting, yeah i think you're wasting a but pick. goddard's gonna go in round 11 or 12 even if you don't have Ertz. Ah, then I'll let someone else take him. Because, again, Goddard's – in order for Goddard to be consistent on a fantasy basis, week in, week out, he needs Ertz to go down. It has to happen. You could tell me they're going to use him more. I understand that. But are you really going to start Goddard every single week in fantasy with Zach Ertz healthy? I don't see it. No, but I'm saying would you cover him in round 10 just so you had no, the Ertz I Goddard? No, I wouldn't. Not in round 10. Round 10 in our format too? Nah, it's too early, man. You're still – Drafting starters, right? Round ten, you can. I mean, because if you did, if you did that last year, it it hurt you because Ertz didn't miss time. Well, and that's the other thing. Let's say Ertz misses time. What if it's three games? Is Goddard is a tenth tenth round pick worth three games? Not three games, no. It might be worth eight games, but not worth three. Right. Well, let me see. Where is uh, I don't is his ADP that high? One forty seven. Hmm. Yeah, 147. Yeah, What's that, 11? Is that 11? 12. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, the guys going after, Traquan Smith, Isabella, Matt Breida, Alexander Madison, Lamar Jackson. Bears, wow, Bears defense still has AEP at 153? What the hell, guys? Good drafting, uh, guys. Keep on taking them. Uh, Delaney Walker, Rudolph, Chris Thompson, Gio Bernard, McCall Hardman, who should really drop, and he did. He went 238 in the last draft. His ADP is 156. So you're going to see We Hardman even talked really about fall. Delaney Walker. That guy was a top eight guy two years ago. He was top five for like, what, three years in a row at tight end. Yeah. I mean, does he any chance that he comes back? Because John U. Smith was not impressive. 
Well, Smith also got hurt. If you remember, in the was it the play the last game of the year? Remember, he got hurt. Yeah, he, yeah, he did. Uh, ankle or something. So I'm not sure if he's ready for the start of training camp. But uh, I haven't taken Walker yet. I mean, hmm. I mean that offense is so bad. I mean, in terms of passing, like the only guy I really want is Corey Davis. And I, I don't even want Corey yet. Davis. I haven't taken him. I want Corey Parson more than Corey Davis. <laughs> that says a lot. Look, if Delaney is cheap, I would consider it. I mean, what is he, 35, though? Coming up Can I get him in round 14? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's worth taking a shot. If it doesn't work out, boom, you cut him. Yeah, yeah. 14. If I can get sure. him in 14, 15, You know what? His, AD, his ADP at 154 is fair here. Okay. I would, I, I would, I would consider it, definitely. All right, we're going to take a little break. When we come back, Jeff Burgesson joins me, PGA DFS, right after this. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, Nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS, WeatherTech.com proudly made in america maurice allen 2015 2016 european long drive tour champion 2017 world number one me personally i keep my game face on me all the time especially coming out of the bunker leaving the range or even leaving the course what's your story Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-961-3631 Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? If so, go to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBet's all also offers its own betting concept where customers, they're rewarded by how much they win their bet. That's pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Enter the promo code grid and get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details.
And we're back. You know what it's time for. That's right. It's Wednesday, about 2.40. Jeff Burgesson's here. We're talking PGA DFS. What's going on, my man? How are you? Things are good, Doc. Things are real good. How about you? Things are good playing a little golf this morning, but, you know, check out this golf tech. It's indoors. I know it's going to be cold in about another week up in Minnesota. You may need to get there by the end of August. Check it out. Okay? <laughs> Will do. All right. Here in Florida, we don't even want to be inside. We were always outside. All right. So this tournament here, there are a lot of good players, Jeff, especially after the, 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 uh, the Open Championship. Is there a hangover to be expected from some of these guys this week? Yeah, probably. Uh, it's tough to tell who, though. You know, all of these guys played last week for the most part. So um, y- y- you like to think that the guys who played two less days might have a bit of an advantage as opposed to the guys who played late on Sunday. Um, but that doesn't always turn out that way. Uh, there's just certain guys who you like bouncing back after tournaments. And uh, with this week, we have a no-cut event which means four guaranteed rounds. So we have to be careful with some of those guys who tend to mail it in or withdraw, uh, things like that. That's always a concern for me. Are there guys, Which guys fit the bill there that could withdraw so we don't want to play them? You know, uh, Louis Oosthuizen comes to mind when I, when I think of a guy like that. You know, once these guys tee off, it's a guaranteed paycheck for them. So we've seen it a couple of times. We saw Kepka withdraw a couple of years ago. We saw Daniel Berger famously do it after one stroke, uh, <laughs> you know, just to collect his paycheck a couple of years ago, which is kind of weak. But uh, it's always a possibility. How cool is that to literally put, hit your drive and say, I'm done, I'm out, get my money, pay me? I don't know. I'm not a big fan of it. I work too hard for my money. <laughs> I'm going to try to do that with Ronus. I'm going to go on for five minutes tomorrow and then quit. That's right. That you, you should do it. See how it turns out. Yeah, Ronus would love that. I'm sure of it. All right. Brooks Kepka looked real good last week. I think he was uh, to nobody's surprise, but it's not a major. Does he have an incentive? What's his incentive this week to play well? You'd like to think $2 million would be a good incentive for these guys, but I'm not always so sure. You got definitely FedEx Cup points on the line. There's, you know, $10 million waiting for, for them uh, if they win that. Um, other than that, you know, you never know with Brooks. Does he care? Does he not? I would, I would think he would for this type of event. Maybe a lesser event, no. But with the WGC, there's a ton of money up for grabs for these guys in a small field. There's only 64 guys this week, so your chances are a lot better. As the golf season winds down, which it pretty much is, you know, we've got about another month or so, do you think guys try new things? Do they work out new clubs? you think they're just thinking about vacationing with the wife and kids? What happens toward the end of the season here? You know, there is some tinkering. It's funny you say that. Um, you know, I, I heard Adam Scott is messing around with putters, going from the long putter to the short putter. Guys are trying different things. I think there's a bit of that going on, but... You know, I think they're gearing up, though, for this FedEx Cup run. There's a ton of money on the line. They want the points. It's only three events this year as opposed to four like it's been in the past. So I think they're really trying to get in form now. There isn't a whole lot of golf between now and the FedEx Cup playoffs. So an event like this is pretty huge. Was, th- was there anything more shocking in your PGA DFS career than Rory McIlroy missing the cut at Portrush? It's about, it, it kind of defines how crazy DFS golf can be. And, and to do it so, so dramatically on the first hole of the tournament, you know, to put up an eight and, and go plus four right away, 
that that's uh that's pretty tough. Um, and I didn't like it because I was high on Rory last week. I really thought he would perform, and uh, it was just it was kind of too late after that first hole, really. So let's look at this this week. Rory doesn't make the cut. Does he want to play well? Is he a guy that we should be looking at this week to make make up for last week? Yeah, I think so. And now he's he was there a, a less time. He probably came over here sooner. Um, and I don't think I, what I'm kind of doing, Doc, is disregarding last week. Whether the player had a good week or a bad week, I'm not really. It's a different type of course. Last last week was a Lynx course. This is totally different. Bermuda grass, different setup. PGA USA. Um, so I would just disregard last week's results and it's going to help us too because most people are going to hold a grudge against those guys who didn't perform like Rory McIlroy and their ownership will be lower this week all right when we it's no cut you know which is a you know a different style than we're used to what's a strategy in a no cut tournament besides staying away from the guys who are going to withdraw what am I looking for there's certain guys who you worry about in cut events that can have a, a, a really bad round, but be just explosive in other rounds. Guys who I can think of like that would be like Justin Thomas, Hideki Matsuyama, even like a Bubba Watson. Those guys aren't going to be hurt by one bad round this week. They're going to have a guaranteed four rounds to do their scoring. And, and, and I like that um, for those type of players as opposed to cut events where one bad round, if it's one of your first two rounds, you know, you could be out early. All right, what would you tell people uh, with their bankroll this week? Do you go play heavy? Do you play light? What's your approach this week in a no-cut tournament? I would play normal. Um, I never play over 10 to 15% of my overall bankroll in any one week just because there is so much volatility. Like you said, Rory McIlroy, who would have ever predicted his miscut last week? Stuff like that happens all the time. And if you if you're betting half or – Almost all of your total bankroll on a weekly basis, that can disappear quickly. So if we're only doing 10 to 15%, we have a bad week or two or even three, we're still in the game. So I would play your normal bankroll this week. I wouldn't be afraid of that. There's some great options in this field. You can even play cash games. All right, let's talk about this field. Are there guys up top, Brooks, TJ, Rory, Thomas, Rom, Fleetwood, Cantlay, Rose? Who are we, who are we starting our lineups with? I think you can start with any one of them. The tricky part becomes down in the lower range this week and trying to jam them all in. Um, I don't really love the options down there this week, so I'm going to start most of my 20-team lineup builds with Patrick Cantley at 9,800. Skip all of the top guys and just load up on three 9K guys, uh, a couple of 8K guys, and then, or maybe one 8K guy, and the rest 7K guys, rather than going like a Kepka or a DJ up top. And then you're going to have the rest of your guys in that low 7K range. You know, there was some uh, contentiousness th- out there with JB Holmes. What's his problem on the course? And he's, is he forcing bad scores on other players? Yeah, it's pretty annoying. I know Kepka spoke out about it. Um, just his uh, pace of play. And it's not that he's taking too long for the shots. He's taking too long in preparation for the shots. And I think that's all the, the players are asking for is just be ready to take your shot. You know, if you want to take a few extra practice swings, fine. It's where you, you drag your feet up there, you're mulling over your shot, and you're not ready to take it when it's your turn. I think that bugs a lot of guys. 
Do you think that causes guys to be, go off their rhythm and get bad scores at tournaments because they're playing behind J.B. Holmes? Would you look at that? Would you look and see whether J.B.'s teeing off at 132? You don't want the guys at 134 or 158 because they're going to be slow play. <laughs> maybe there isn't any data on that but it's possible although these players are used to just slow play in general doc they're playing a pro-am once a week they play several programs during the year those are the slowest most hideous rounds they could possibly play with these amateurs so they're used to waiting around um i i don't think that it affects them uh it would be an interesting study to see if you found out some hard data on that because it's an interesting concept i just i wouldn't think it does all right, I'm going to work on that for you. I'm going to get my interns all, all about that. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah, exactly. I have to find my interns first, though, then. Okay, <laughs> give me some guys in the 6,000 range that you're not, uh, you're not opposed to using if I want to try to get two big boppers in there. Sure. Um, one, of the, one of my favorites, because it is a no-cut event, is Hao Tong Lee. He's at 6,600. He's guaranteed four rounds. The guy can score, but he can also blow up. Um, so I think for GPPs, he's a great option in that 6K range. I also have a little exposure to Thorn Bjorn Olison at 6,700. He's been around a while, Euro Tour primarily, but um, he's got some upside. I like him down there. Um, probably Max Homa uh, at 6,400, too, I'll have some exposure to. And really, that's it in the 6K range. I will own several low 7K guys, like I mentioned, Bubba Watson before. I kind of like his prospects this week in a no-cut event. We don't know if it's a Bubba course or not yet because he has never played here. Uh, but I think it could be. For GDPs, I think he's a good option as well. I was just going to ask you if it's a Bubba course because we, we know right away whether if it's not a Bubba course. Absolutely. I only play him on three courses during the course of the year, Doc, and just stay 100 miles away from him every other week uh, because we know he plays well on certain courses and he plays awful on others. Uh, we don't know for sure this week, but I think it sets up all right for him. So I'm going to have some exposure to him this week. All right, let me look at some guys in the mid-sevens. Danny Willett, Billy Horschel, Matthew Wolf. Do we like any of those guys? Yeah, I do. Billy Horschel has a great history. So this is a first-time event for a WGC here, but it's a regular tour stop. So Billy Horschel has done well here many times in the past. Bermuda Greens where he's comfortable, Southern course. So I like Billy a lot this week. And Matthew Wolf is just playing really great golf right now. And I think at 7,500, you're, pre you're getting pretty good value. Uh, so I like him as well. Can these young guys keep it up over a whole season? I mean, Wolf looks tremendous. The Hovlands, the Wolves, uh, can they just, or, or is it like they hit, do you hit a wall when it comes to like playing week in, week out, like Sanjay In did a couple times this season? They haven't played enough yet. I mean, they're used to it. They just got out of college. They've been, uh, I think they'll be fine, and, and they'll play a lot in the fall season too. We'll see a lot of these young guys because that's a chance for them to rack up FedEx points with lesser fields. No, I don't worry about that at all. Uh, they just, I mean, they've played several events, but, but not a ton. Not like him who played like 15 events in a row or something crazy like that. All right, let me give you a guy who killed me badly last week. Cabrera Bello buried me. I think that's Cabrera Bello means bury in Spanish. Uh, is he a guy that I'm willing to play this week? Yeah, I think so. I think we disregard last week's results. Um, I, I'm on him this week. He's a, he's a big-time scorer. He took T4 on this course a couple of years ago. So, yeah, I'm in on, on Cabrera Bello this week, definitely. 
about Jason Day? Jason Day, 8300, seems like a gift. I agree with you. I'm not high on his game right now. I followed him for like 36 holes at the 3M a couple of weeks ago, and he looked off. But mostly with his short game and putter, surprisingly. And that's normally a strength of his game. Um, his ball striking was fine. His off the, uh, off the tee game was fine. So I think he's close. Um, and 8300 that's a really good price for the level of talent that he is. And just lock him in for the average salary this week. Um, I have quite a bit of him. All right, as I always ask you, give me the guy who's going to win, and then give me a guy we haven't heard about but we just might on Monday. Sure. I think Hideki Matsuyama is really close, and you get him on a U.S. course like this week, and I think he's got a shot. You get decent odds in this type field. You probably get 25-1, to 1, maybe 30-1 to 1 on him. I'll say Patrick Reed as well, um, and more of a long shot, Matt Wallace. Uh, he looked not great last week, but I think he's got some, uh, a shot to go big this week. And I mentioned Hao Tong Lee, maybe not to win, but um, maybe Lockman for a top 10 this week. Why Matt Wallace? He was so putrid last week. He was, but he's had, he's had a great season. Um, different type course. Um, he's had like six top fives this season. So he's got a lot of upside, and he's going to be contrarian this week. He's going to be owned by, like, single digits this week because people saw how he played last week. He's not a marquee name, so I think it's an opportunity to get contrarian. It's not that it's not that easy to do in this type of event. Everyone's going to be owned, so, I, you know, trying to dodge some ownership and Wallace is, is pretty good. All right, man. I wish you good luck. Have, have a good vacation, and I'm going to talk to you real soon. Thanks, Doc. Good luck this week. Okay, you too. All right, that's Jeff Burgesson. Check him out at FantasyGolfInsider.com. Outstanding website if you want to win a PGA DFS, FantasyGolfInsider.com. We're coming back with Adam Romanos talking football right after this. Do you want to risk-free wagers up to $1,000? If so, go to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID, and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBets also offers its own betting concept, where customers, they're rewarded by how much they win their bet. That's pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Enter the promo code GRID and get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Searching for an outdoor oasis but don't have time to catch a flight? Join us in the heart of Midtown at Versa, packed with good vibes, great views, and service unmatched. Fully stocked with five bars throughout the venue. Aside from our stellar dining menu, Tuesday through Friday, our culinary team has curated a delectable rotation of food activations to be featured on our patio from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. Join us for nonstop fun on one of New York City's largest patios as rooftop scenes is finally upon us. Located at 215 West 35th Street, New York, New York. Official partners of the New York Knicks and the New York Rangers. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be. So we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. 
Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS. WeatherTech.com, proudly made in America. The Fantasy Sports Network is hitting you from all angles with the best fantasy sports and betting analysis. You can catch the latest programming on so many platforms, there's no way you'll miss out on any of the award-winning programming we pump out every single day. You can listen through the FNTSY radio app, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher. Download our podcast through iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Audioboom, and you can watch select programming on the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, your only source for fantasy sports and wagering anytime and anywhere. Join the family at Modell Sporting Goods. Visit your nearest Modells and sign up for our MVP Rewards Program to receive insider deals all year round. Earn points on every purchase when you use your MVP card to earn Modell's cash back. It's our way of thanking you for being a loyal customer. Upon signing up, receive 10% off your purchase and 15% off your next purchase. It's that simple. Plus, new MVPs this month are eligible to win a $500 Modell's gift card. When you've got to play more and pay less, you've got to go to Mo's. All right, fantasy football season upon us, and season-long drafts are in full swing. Roto Experts has you covered with their NFL 365 fantasy football package, including the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the internet. Davis Matic and the Roto Experts are providing dynasty season-long betting, best ball, and NFL draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play. Save 10% at rotoexperts.com with promo code FNTSY. That's 10% off with promo code FNTSY. The NFL 365 fantasy football package found only at rotoexperts.com how many do you have any drafts coming up bronus uh yeah actually uh the flex draft uh is coming up one week from friday in new york so that's a super flex league uh half point ppr so i did that the last two years so that's going to be a fun time in new york then i have some other draft coming up on august 14th that I was asked to be in. Uh, there's no entry fee, but there's like a $500 prize, I think, the first. Uh, then got the uh, a draft, uh, and then a couple drafts in August. So, yeah, I guess the – I mean, oh, yeah, this uh, – are you doing the Razball draft? No, but I've heard about it. Yeah, so I'm doing that. That's a slow draft, best ball. That starts Monday. I have pick 11. Boy, how many teams are in that? Is, is it 12 it's, or is there more? It's 12 in the league, and then there, I guess there's an overall. I, I'm not exactly sure how it works, but whatever. I just The, the rules ball. are so con- – I, I, oh, I honestly was – I was going to reach out to Rudy Gamble, right, and say, hey, put me in the league. Read the rules. You need to have, like, an advanced degree to understand what's going on there. Oh, I didn't even look. For real? I just thought yeah. it was a regular best ball No, it's, no, no. It was, like, really confusing. But it's best ball, isn't it? I'm just telling you, it was confusing. There was like 17 paragraphs. I don't read paragraphs, dude. I just do simple leagues. Okay. As far funny. as I know, it's best ball, though. So as long as I don't have to do the waiver wire and everything, I'm good with it. Just draft, and then I'm done. I'm cool with that. I think it's like 10 weeks, and then they get rid of people, and then you don't do moves in the last three weeks. You do moves. It's really, I don't know, it was annoying. Oh, like Rudy was on drugs when he made this really up. I thought it was best ball, man. Now I'm pissed off. Now yeah, I want to go out. take a look. Take a look. Take a, take a good look. Take a good look. Before, all right, guys. This is Dr. O saying be well and take care. Keep it right here for another hour of full time fantasy with Adam Ronas. Who's coming up in hour number two, Adam? Uh, Matt Modica from The Athletic. He's going to join me at 3 40 p.m. Eastern. All right. Looking forward to that. All right, guys. We're back right after this.